Hello everyone, I'm Emily Lavender and this is the Forever Marriage Podcast. Forever Marriage exists to strengthen families by helping couples discover God's design for marriage. So a few weeks ago, Scott and Dawn Smith were the keynote speakers at a marriage conference in Cleveland, Georgia. And the topic of the weekend was how, in marriage, husbands and wives are better together. And so we're excited to have several of those sessions recorded and are looking forward to just sharing those with you in the days ahead. So on today's episode, we've honed in on a portion of one of their conference sessions where they talk about how in marriage, we as husbands and wives are to trust in the power and strength of God and not our own. So we hope you'll take a few minutes to listen now and be encouraged. So take us from there. Okay, well, let's keep going then. Let's come out of the deep end of the pool a little bit. Okay. Um, Trust in the power and the strength of God and not our own. So as you've been identifying some areas that you need to grow, how do we do that? How do we, how do we, how do we have a marriage that's going to go the distance? We have to trust in the power and the strength of God and not our own. Now back in the 70s, there was some fantastic music that came out of the 70s, but there was also Disco Duck. That came out of the 70s. That's not <laughs> Rick such a Dees. great song. But Rick it hit Dees number one. Duck. If you don't, if you don't yeah. know Disco Duck, you should play it sometime. Disco, in your, your kids will Disco love Disco it. Disco Duck. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. so, and, but there, there came a song uh, by Captain and Tennille called Love Will Keep Us Together. How many of you remember that song? But our love is not enough to keep us together. I mean, we talked a little bit about um, God's love last night and our heart filled with God's love. That is the love that is the supernatural love Mm -hmm. that our hearts are filled with. By the power of the Holy Spirit, through faith in Christ, we have access to this supernatural love. The love that is human, and because we are created in the image of God, All humanity have been given this capacity to love and be loved, Mm -hmm. and a pretty big capacity to. But all human beings have been given that, right? But that, that human love has its limitations. It'll only take you so far. Even as powerful as it is, it is not enough to keep you together. We have to, as believers, we have to trust in the power and the strength of God, and not our own. My mentor, Janine, um, favorite verse mm-hmm. is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. This says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. This was her life verse. Mm -hmm. It was on her answering machine. Mm -hmm. You had to listen to that before you could leave a message on her answering machine. (laughs) It was on her walls. And if you ever got around her, that was her mission for you. When it comes to a marriage relationship and having a marriage that goes the distance and learning how to love the God love between each other, it means we're going to have to trust the Lord. Mm -hmm. It means that we're going to have to practice daily faithfulness in him mm-hmm. and Scott and I are about to hit 32 years in December but I do not take it for granted mm-hmm. that we might not make it to 33 Scott and I understand we are all one dumb decision away from stupid I have to keep my eyes wide open mm-hmm. I have an enemy who is after us and this relationship my goal my heart is what Janine taught me mm-hmm. is to trust the Lord 
I, know I can't lean on my understanding, my perspective, the way that I talk to myself on the inside. I can't do it. I have to acknowledge him. That means I have to exalt him first. I have to put him in his rightful place in my life first. And then he will make my path straight. He'll give me the direction that I need to go. So let me speak to the men for just a moment. Uh, Solomon says it this way, trust in the Lord with all your heart and catch this phrase, men, and do not lean on your own understanding. Here's what I know. I am a man, so I know where we're coming from. Most men have this um, ability, whatever, we put our faith and confidence in ourselves. Because part of... Um, it's part of the, the masculine journey is we don't like to admit our weaknesses. That's why in the business world, often you take a job and you're, you're over your head and you're just trying to fake it until you make it kind of thing. Uh, acting like you have what it takes. It's like uh, John Eldridge talks about in his book, Wild at Heart. The key question for most men is the question, do I have what it takes? And anything that feeds into this sense of incompetence, of inadequacy, can just can crush us, can paralyze us, can move us into passivity. But men, for some reason, think, let me just put it in this context. Rarely ever do I get the phone call from a man saying, hey, my wife and I have started having some issues. Could we come talk to you and Dawn? Usually he's kicked that can down the road. She has been saying for days or weeks, months, sometimes even years, something's not right. But if he's like me in the early 90s, he's gauging rightness off of the last time they were sexually intimate. Because as Kevin Lehman talks about um, in sheet music, sex for a man is a great problem eraser. If we're having problems and we connect sexually, man, I feel like everything's good. We must be A-OK. -okay. We just had sex. And so men just kick things down the road because they're connecting it to the great problem eraser. And we just erased all of our problems by a sexual encounter. And so they have this false sense of security that everything is okay. It's usually not until the wife gives the ultimatum, if we don't get help, you're out of here or I'm out of here. This is done. And I get the panic call from the dude saying, hey, can you see us today? Mm -hmm. And I usually say, no, I can't. Because you didn't get in this problem overnight, and I'm not going to get you out of it overnight. I'm saying this, man, to awaken you to the reality. Don't be a doofus. Don't try to do all this stuff on your own. You do not have what it takes here. You have to trust in the Lord with all of your heart. You have to get to a point. Listen, if there's anybody in this room who can boast about self-confidence, it's this dude right here. I am probably one of the most self-confident guys in this room. I just sang... Tony Tennille in falsetta and didn't even think, can I do it? I just did it. You see what I'm saying? It probably sounded terrible, but in my mind, I thought, this sounds good, man. We should record this. But that's my, that's my flesh. Paul says in Philippians, Scott, don't put any confidence in your flesh. When you come, men, I'm speaking to the men still. When you come to a point to say, listen. I, I'm I acknowledge I do not know what I'm doing here. Can, can we seek help? 
Can we seek someone, what Dawn and I call, upstream from us to help us? Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it with the empty nesters in, in a little while when we go into our breakouts. About this whole idea of, listen, Dawn and I are, I'm 50, 56 next month. Dawn's 50. She's 50 something. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to out you, honey. So, uh, don't feel outed. Yeah, I think that's fine. (laughs) But we have have some things. We have capital. And it's not that we're better than anybody else in this room, but those of us who are in our 50s, we have capital to give away to y'all. That's why we love what we're doing now with the young couples at Lakewood because we're in what a season we call refathering and remothering. We're working with people that are young enough to be our children. But that's, that's the beauty of empty nesters, is giving away to someone else that which they do not have. And that's the kingdom of God. That's what Paul says in 2 Timothy 2.2. 2. He said, these things, he's t- Paul talking to Timothy, these things I have entrusted to you, Timothy, you give away to other men, uh, other faithful men who will be able to give it away to others. I'm paraphrasing. We have to trust in the power and the strength of God and not our own. Mm-hmm. Because we do have some power. We are, again, made in the image of a holy God who is all-powerful, and he has entrusted some power to us to steward. Yeah. We will actually have to give an account for the things that we have been given the power to do. One of our foundational scriptures that we, we teach our couples and we try to get our couples to memorize it, and a lot of them have, is Proverbs 3.27 that says, Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. So there are plenty of things in marriage that you have the power to do. Do they leave their underwear beside the hamper for the 10,000th time? What are you going to do with that? You're going to nag? You're going to blow up? You're going to make everybody in the house pay because that underwear is right there by that hamper for the 10,000th time? Or... Do you pick up that underwear and put it in the hamper and say, you know what, God, I'm thankful I have a husband. Now help me be able to coach this man to put his (laughs) underwear in the hamper. Okay? We have the power to do some things, and we need not withhold it. Mm -hmm. Scott and I had it. I'm going to finish with this. Mm -hmm. But we had had an issue with the toothpaste. Um, Scott squeezes from the bottom. As everybody should, yes. I am a free squeezer. <laughs> and so for a year, you know, I could squeeze my toothpaste. I would have enough on the, around the cap that I didn't need the screw oh, on cap anymore. it was anymore. nasty. I could just you know, do my toothbrush right. around the top of the cap. And we mm-hmm. fought that fight. We, we would fight that fight. <laughs> um, you know, that's, a, that's one we picked a battle over. Why do you, why do you, why do you, why do you? We tried the two, the, you know, two different... Separate bathrooms. Separate bathrooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We tried that. But it was still an annoyance whenever Scott would see it, and it would just, uh, it would annoy him. And I would say, you know what, it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. And we would just... <laughs> so when we moved here, um, after we went to seminary, God had really done a work in our hearts. We, we were... We had come through seminary um, closer as a couple. Um, I loved Scott, uh, and I genuinely didn't think I would ever really love him again. Um, and so we, I was having a moment in my bathroom when I was brushing my teeth. And we were at church, or that, that was when the book of this um, Prayer, uh, of Prayer of Jabez came out, the book by Bruce Wilkinson, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and it's all about 
you know, praying the prayer of Jabez, expand our tent pegs, enlarge our territory, all of the big things, you know, we'll give you all the glory for that. And I'm just, I'm steady brushing my teeth and talking to the Lord. And the Lord said to me very clearly, Dawn, I would, but you're not faithful in the small things. You could fix this problem, but you just won't do it because of pride. I thought, oh, no. <laughs> you know, he was right. It, I had the power to wipe that toothpaste off and to squeeze it from the bottom, but I just wouldn't do it. He said, why are you spending your emotional, marital energy on something like this? You got bigger fish to fry. He was right. And I don't know what you're spending your emotional, marital energy on, but if it's toothpaste, you need to stop it. Do what you have the power to do in your home. Don't withhold that good from them. Bless them. You can do it. And trust in the power and the strength of God mm -hmm. to take you the long haul. Let me just say in this, since then, that was probably 15 years ago. <laughs> We've talked about toothpaste now for 31 years. That's interesting. But 15 years now that that, that has happened. And here's the thing. It becomes a mutual honoring now. Mm -hmm. Dawn has chosen by the power of the Spirit leading her to honor me and to squeeze from the bottom up. I know some of you are in here like, that is so stupid. <laughs> it is. It is. But here's what's happening now. It takes us back to the E of extending the grace and forgiveness. Is Dawn perfect in it now? No. But because she has honored me, when I see the toothpaste and I see that she has free squoze the toothpaste, if that's a, a phrase, I, I can look at it now and I just chuckle because my heart is tender in that. And I can extend, you may say this is so frivolous, but this is reality. This is practical marriage stuff. Right. Some of you, it's the toilet paper. He likes it over, you like it under. You, it, you, you, you got your own idiosyncrasies. Y'all were dumb like us. And... Um, but here's what's happening. When you begin this process of not withholding good from your spouse to whom it is due, when it's in your power to do it, do it. That's Dude, right. it might be load the dishwasher. She says, honey, can you load the dishwasher? And you, like me, just want to just load the daggum dishwasher. Now, she may go behind you and, and re reload it. But, okay? <laughs> Y'all get the principle. Y'all get the principle. Extend the same grace and forgiveness that God has extended to you. Don't trust in your own power. Right. Trust in the power of God through the Holy Spirit. So we hope you'll stay tuned for more episodes of the Forever Marriage Podcast. And in the meantime, check out previous episodes and other resources for your marriage at forevermarriage.org. See you next time.